Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with a special co-host, Corey from the One Track Gamers, The Talent. He's joining me today, and then we have a longtime listener and fan of the show, Justin Padinsky. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Good over here. Yeah, so it's kind of a unique episode where we're having a fan of the show on our show, so let's get a little information on who you are and what you do, Justin. Yeah, so uh, I guess I'll start how I kind of found out like who you were and who this show was. I was uh, I was a listener. I, f- I think I found the show on Pocket Cast. Maybe it was Google search. I don't remember. But uh, I heard you ranting about the Confederate flag. Oh God! Um, yeah, I oh, remember that like big like uproar and everybody was like holding it up and like we will never forget that kind of thing. Yeah. And you were ranting about it, and I was like, oh wow, that sounds like my neighborhood, you know? Because like I was experiencing the same thing. And then uh, you said you lived in Pennsylvania. So I looked you up, and you lived in the you lived right down the road from me. Um, <laughs> so I was like, I couldn't believe that. I was like, I can't believe I grew up next to this, and I just found your podcast randomly on a Google search or whatever. Um, so it all just is really funny. So um, I was like, I got to get on this show. I, I loved listening to it, and I just thought it was too too much of a coincidence to not talk about at least that aspect. Oh, totally. That's actually insane. Because when you told me that, like, we were exchanging a couple of emails back and forth, and you mentioned you were from the the local area, and I was like, kind of blown away because I'm thinking. Did it show up in his Google search because he's local or like, uh, do we have a billboard I don't know about? What? Like, how did he find out about us? Yeah, that was, I was like, how do I write this message without sounding like a total stalker and creeper? I was like, (laughs) I checked you out. I like looked all over Google for you and I finally found where you lived. (laughs) (laughs) As long as we don't disclose that here. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. But yeah, so, and the one thing you mentioned is that uh, something about a startup company that you want to go work for, and it's kind of like a little bit of a risk. Yeah, so I, I grew up in Pennsylvania, and I uh, went to college in Pennsylvania. I actually went to school for biology, but it was more, um, I switched around a lot, and I was definitely more on the uh, bioinformatics side, so I did a lot of computer work. Um, and my background was more of a tech background, you know, Photoshop and then did, uh, video editing, those kind of things. Um, but I wanted to work at a startup. I, I met a few people when I was interning down in Washington, D.C., who worked at a startup. And I just loved the uh, sort of the flexible work hours, how you could interact with people. Like your CEO worked next to you and like you could you could talk to him about ideas or yeah, it was just awesome. So I wanted to work at a startup. And, you know, Reading, Pennsylvania is not the place you go for a startup. <laughs> no, um, exactly. As you well know, um, it's not that place. So, uh, you know, I had some connections in St. Louis and St. Louis is, is trying to reinvent itself as sort of a startup town. I have like a couple hundred here now, and uh, they're still waiting for a couple of them to like break out into the big scene. But I'm hoping mine's one of them. But uh, so I just and I got up and moved. I was I was graduating. I said at the end of the summer I'm going to go. Um, for some stupid reason, I had a three month time to save money and I didn't. So that was really dumb. <laughs> um, I just really really like kind of like ad hoc is what I'm going to do. And uh, so yeah, I found some friends who could drive out with me and. Uh, Thankfully, on the day out here, I got an internship with a, with a company called Bonfire, and two weeks later, they hired me full-time, and uh, now 10 months later, it's just been an awesome uh, account manager now, um, and just doing a, just been a, I don't know, a phenomenal experience, um, and I just have a great, great staff, or great coworkers that really helped me and, and helped me grow. That's fantastic. So, t- tell us a little more about what Bonfire is and what uh, kind of service it provides. Yeah, so when... Uh, so it's pretty cool. It's it's awesome. When people ask me like who are your competitors, I'm like, well, there's not really any. So we're in this like really cool space. Um we're a private social network. Um and I like to describe my job as more of a consultant for that private social network. 
So like a company could come to me and be like, hey, we want to use your tool to deploy across our company and, um, you know, kind of help build our culture and help sort of support HR programs that are already in place. Um, so I'll just give you a quick example because that sounds like a mouth, you know, that sounds like a lot. Okay, sure. It, it sounds like every, my mom looks at me and she's like, so what do you do? <laughs> so, um, like for example, with one of the companies we did, um, uh, my coworker and my CEO just spearheaded this idea, which is amazing. But um, we actually had uh, in the app, we had this thing called Pass the Mic. And what we did was we, bu- we built physical mic kits. Um, and then what we did was we sent them around to all the offices, um, uh, nine to nine different offices, and they had to record themselves. There's like an instruction seat inside. There was a, literally a fake mic that, that we built. We cut off the cord, and they just had to hold the phone and record themselves um, saying who they appreciated in their company because that was the theme of their their month. Um, and then they shipped it back up. They app mentioned them in our app, and then they shipped it to that person, and then that person continued. So it was like pay it forward, but with like physical mics. Um, so it was really cool. That company got like a really awesome employee engagement award as a result of it. Um, we got a lot of cool press. And uh, so we do stuff like that all the time with some of our bigger clients, and it's just been really, really cool. So I guess um, putting that all back into a box, um, you know, we're, we are a private social network that is at the enterprise level, and we, we really have this sort of motto of if you like the people you work with, like you're going to have a better day at your job, and we, we hope our app can help you build better relationships at your company. Oh, wow. No, that's an awesome service. And I really think you're kind of right in saying that I don't think there is any real competition. That is kind of a niche uh, service. So that's really cool. Yeah, it's been really cool. Most of the time people will say like, oh, like Slack. And I'm like, well, Slack's, I, and I'm, I am not a technology hater. Like I use Slack. I use, I use Snapchat. I use everything. I mean, there's so many cool tools out there. Um, but most of them are just built around sort of like productivity, which is fine. Like you, everyone needs to be productive at work. Um so that space has been so congested of like, you can share a message faster, you can transfer a file faster, and, but no one's really gone after the like, hey, maybe you guys should like, like your job before we start talking about how productive you can be, or maybe liking your job will make you more productive. Um, so no one's actually gone after that field. We, I would say our one competitor potentially is Facebook for work, but they haven't really announced much and they're still in beta. So <laughs> it's, it's been a little bit of a closed door on that end, but they, they might be. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, I honestly didn't even know about that. So, but um, let's talk about video games too, because this is primarily a video game podcast. And I guess our listeners have never heard from you before. We've heard from Corey twice on uh, previous episodes, so we'll get to you, Corey. But uh, what games have you been playing, Justin? If oh you, man, if you have time. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man, I I don't. I wish I had more time to play games, and then I also wish I didn't, because I I dumped like a hundred hours into the division. Okay. I felt like personally ashamed after that because I wasn't even that great of a game. And I was like, what was I doing? Um, so yeah, I, uh, my brothers both live back in PA. They're 27 and like 31. And I forget their age, but it's around there. And, uh, so I play games mostly with them just to sort of like, honestly, if video games didn't exist, I'm not even sure we'd ever talk, but, um, it's, uh, it's a way we kind of keep talking and, uh, we kind of like have our little, you know, social bond over video games. But, uh, so we played the division. Um, I've been putting a lot of time into Pokemon Go. I want to say I'm not addicted, but I totally am. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> I am. I'm totally addicted. I, I got to admit it. Um, and on two games I'm about to pull the trigger on are Subnautica and maybe Overwatch, because I keep hearing awesome things about it. Okay. Are you going to get it for PC or console? That's a, a pretty important question. Yeah. So I, I wish I had a console, but yeah, all I have right now, I bought a gaming PC just because it's more mobile. Um 
but yeah, I, all, all my stuff's on PC. Well, then I think you're better off because I hear like from actually real competitive uh, players of Overwatch that the console players are scrubs and that you can't really accomplish like the same level of competitiveness with a controller. That makes sense because I remember when I was playing, um, when I played a lot of, well, even Elder Scrolls and stuff, but when I played a lot of uh, multiplayer shooters like Team Fortress 2, like I cannot when I I had my sensitivity on max on the on the old Xbox 360 mm-hmm. and it was still not comparable to how fast my sensitivity was on the PC. Yeah, I believe it. So, and they I think even Bren mentioned on an episode that they're considering or already putting into motion that there's going to be keyboards available for the for these consoles so people can play competitively. It's just kind of crazy. Oh wow, that's actually I never thought about that. Why not just give yeah, Xbox give them- support for mount? I never thought that's so that's the easiest thing to do. Yeah. Well, and then, so here's a question. Since you enjoyed The Division so much and you're not necessarily <laughs> sure why, are you? have you heard that there's going to be a movie and do you have any interest in seeing it? I would def. Oh, I played I didn't have that much interest in the game and I put 100 hours into it. So I guess, <laughs> I guess the movie's two hours. I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah, totally. So wait, that's, when is that supposed to, did they start shooting it or? Uh, that's a good question, honestly. I just know we were talking about it being rumored. So I'm not sure if it's in development or like already done. Who knows? Okay. Wow. That's, would you go see it? I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I think I'd, I'd probably see the movie before buying the game. Let's put it that way. Yes. Oh, so you haven't played the division. No, the game. no, I have not. It's, it was a really noble attempt at a really cool idea. And in, in my opinion, it was just, uh, the the few things they overlooked in terms of balancing caused just a great disparity right from the beginning. And then to reset that, they would have had to reset the game, which they didn't do. And that, that like that gap just kept growing. So it was just not fun anymore because you were just like fighting cheaters or people who hacked their way to the top and you just couldn't enjoy the PvP aspect. At least that was my experience. Okay. Yeah. Geez. Uh, did you get a chance to play Corey? I did not. Uh, we haven't played. I don't think any of us, me, Amanda or John has played that. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, that's one I'm not sure if I'm even going to get around to playing. Maybe on a sale. We'll see. Yeah. But um, how about you, Corey? What have you been playing these days? Oh, dude, I've been playing so much. Yes. Um, this last weekend, actually, we hit, we got four Platinums. Oh, my God. It's probably the most, <laughs> it's probably the most uh, progress I've made ever in a weekend. That is fucking fantastic. Good job, yeah. man. I'm excited Thanks. to hear about this. Okay, so... Uh, the first one I got was Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm 4. Okay. Amanda got me that a while ago. It's pretty cool. It's the, My favorite thing about those games is it sums up the story of the anime, so I don't have to sit through 200 episodes. Yeah, um, that, that would be helpful for me, because like I have the slightest desire, but yeah, I don't want to invest all the time and effort. Exactly, and it, it gives you the gist of it, so it's, I don't know, I like seeing them, and the fighting is fun. Cool. Um, so that was pretty simple, get that one. Uh, I finished up the... Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories, which was a big one. Um, that's that card game. Did yeah. you ever play that one? Yeah, I actually played it on Game Boy Advance uh, way back in the day, and then yes. also on PlayStation 2, because I was like, that. I loved it, because they had ReChain of Memories, and now there's like the PlayStation, I guess it's also on 1.5, I guess, yes. as well. Yeah, so that, that one's pretty much the same one as the PS2, um, maybe touched up a little better, but you have to beat that game six times. Yeah, oh my god, it's so ridiculous, because you can play as uh, Sora or Riku, and wait, why do you, Why does it have to be six times? I thought it was, I knew there was something about it. They were, uh, they were not cool, and they made it so the difficulties don't stack. Oh so god. So there's beginner, normal, and hard. 
So you have to beat it three times with each character. And that's what, you know, I did all the extra stuff, filling out the journal and collecting all the cards was a complete pain. It took probably a good 50 hours. And then you have to do it with both characters once. Holy um, shit. <laughs> that the real problem was, you know, sucking it up and playing it. It took two years to finish for me. I don't uh, doubt that at all. That blows my mind that you actually had uh, the perseverance to do that. I'm so proud of you because, like, it's something <laughs> I want to do, but I just, I know it's like I've already played the Game Boy Advance one, the PlayStation 2 one. Now they're asking me to play the, this game. I played it so many times. It, I don't it need was to do tough, it. tough, man. It, uh. <laughs> it was, it was. My least favorite game for sure. Oh, yeah. Kingdom my least Hearts. favorite Kingdom Hearts game also. And the reason being, like, the cards battle system wasn't that, like, terrible, but it wasn't, like, why couldn't it have just been the regular fighting system that they had in all the other games? It would have been so much better. And then, not to mention the story in general, I just have such, like, a, like, I don't know, pet peeve about it because it's just, like, let's just tell the same story again. Oh, you walk <laughs> into this fucking building and you lose all your memories. So now you just have to gain your memories back of everything that happened in the first fucking game. It's like, God damn it. Yeah. How many times do they want us to go through Agrabah? Like <laughs> it's, I can't do it again, man. It's frustrating. I keep telling Amanda if, if I load up and I got to go to Atlantica one more time in like Kingdom Hearts three, I said that I'm, too. I'm going to be, I'm going to be so pissed. Oh, I'm going to rage quit because I said, I don't want a goddamn another sing along bullshit moment. Like, I don't yeah. know. I guess they're trying to keep it for everyone, including kids, because it's obviously kids would be interested in playing a game like that. But like, then again, you have such a good story that you have all these adults invested. But then again, it's like hard to say it's such a good story because it seems like they don't even know where they're going, especially since Kingdom Hearts 3 isn't out yet. Yeah. Ugh. It's crazy. Um, I think they got lazy, too, because it's like they use the same music. Yep, and you know, like the the opening endings and all the the songs for Agrabah, all those levels, it, it's the simplest thing they could have done. Yeah, no, you're definitely not wrong. The, and talk about lazy, they they just went off and made all these offshoot games that honestly, not many people really gave a shit about. Then again, Birth by Sleep is pretty good. I think that's the one that standalone is like a unique title and it gives you an i think the reason that was most interesting because it gives you a uh, background on the keyblade wars is which is like hinting at is what's going on in kingdom hearts 3 so i don't yeah. know yep so i'm working through that one at the moment um i didn't i didn't platinum it yet but i finished up ventus's playthrough luckily they they came to their senses and made it so difficulty stack in this one in 2.5 oh god thank god because that yeah that's outrageous think about it oh yeah so I'm going to have to play it again later on on the hardest mode, which is, that's fine, as long as I don't have to c collect everything. Um, let's see, I, I platinum Deadpool. Um, silly little game, I don't know if you played that one, Deadpool, on the PS4. Uh, no, I didn't get around to it. It's just a basic hack and slash, there's nothing special. If you saw the movie, if you know the character, that's exactly what it is. Okay. Um, it's kind of funny, but the humor gets dry after about two hours in, it's maybe like a six hour game. Okay. Um, is it like, yeah. Is it like mm -hmm. one of those games where, uh, like, you, you ever play the South Park game? I haven't played it yet. But oh, I Stick it. of Truth. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. So is it like, uh, is Deadpool one of those games where if you play it, you get to see, like, extra dialogue? Or is it just like Ryan Reynolds on voice on loop or something? Um, There is dialogue, new dialogue the whole way. Oh, cool. It just, somehow they made it so it's not enjoyable. Like, I don't know if it's just too much Deadpool. Oh, okay. Like, talking the whole time. And um, there's actually, a, it's kind of funny, there's a trophy for going to the options and turning the audio dialogue down. <laughs> like, because it gets so annoying. So that's, I think they kind of do what they're doing. That's that's great. That's really good. But it's it's fun. Like, for a hack and slash, it's it's pretty good. Nice. Um, and the last one, I picked up that Grim Fandango remastered on the PlayStation Plus a while back. Oh, sure. 
So I, I'd never played it, but it's like those old school point and click games. I, I just followed a guide. I'm not interested in getting lost for, you know, a hundred hours. <laughs> those old games. So that was simple, but interesting game. Cool, man. No, that's really a hell of an accomplishment. So can you give us kind of like, if you know offhand, I don't, you probably have to boot up your PS4, but do you know like how many games you've platinum so far on I PS4? I happen to have the, let's make sure I wouldn't forget, I have the side up where I could see. Oh, cool. Um, I have 71 platinums. Holy fuck. Damn, that's uh, a lot. And of course, it's Amanda and I's joint account, so we, we've been earning these trophies together for years. It says my ad- average completion is 66% of all games. I uh, get about two trophies per day. Um, yeah, I'm kind of hit or miss with trophies, man. Like for years, I, that's all I thought about. And then it burned me out to the point where I hated it. It felt like a chore. So I quit yeah. for like months. And then I'm just starting to kind of ease back into it. And I'm already starting to hate myself. So <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean. We've talked about it on this show a few times in the past. And we're like, not uh, where me and Brent have been like, ah, I don't think it's worth getting invested in. But like, it's so cool to be able to like, a, just 100% a game and not ever have to come back to it unless you really just enjoyed it enough to be like, oh, I'll come back and play again like a year later or something. But right. in, in general, just the, the feeling of accomplishment, like you really are one hell of a gamer. It's like you, you've you earned the title, the talent, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Sure. What's funny is like, you, you know, there's like a subreddit for trophy hunters and stuff and they're posting and I'm like, all right, I see a lot of the people like, oh, number Number eight, I'm I'm getting the I'm almost to double digits, and I'm like I'm thinking oh I'm so good it's seventy one yeah holy and I look shit. at someone that's like uh, here's platinum two fifty four oh like it just it just kills me <laughs> I'm like I don't I, it, I can't I can't do it oh but seriously though man you're like crushing all those other people that are like yeah like eight <laughs> and stuff so it's you're at a good spot I'm proud of you <laughs> <laughs> but you. um no problem. Uh, but so, and as far as what I've been playing, I just been been playing the Tomb Raider Definitive Edition. I've just been streaming that a lot lately. In fact, I had a pretty re- uh, successful stream. Like a like fifteen people showed up, and I got like three new followers. So that was pretty rad, and people were interacting and stuff. So if listener, if you're interested in that, uh, Twitch.tv/abtsilence. I always try to game on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Not today though, because we're recording. But um, other than that, I've also been getting back into Grim Dawn. It's very Diablo two like and for anyone who's just loves diablo 2 and not diablo 3 check out grim dawn it is amazing whoa really that's i haven't played that since uh you can uh, fact check me i believe it's in acts and i got to the end of act 2 and act 3 wasn't out yet they're releasing it in like stages yes oh okay that's awesome how is how is it i I only stopped at act 2 it was great i just we couldn't my brother and i couldn't do anything else it's just an amazing like dungeon crawler it's exactly the same feels of diablo 2 but better graphics and just more fun uh the bosses are fun and everything i i forget what class i am god it's terrible because i don't recall but uh i know i'm more or less like a shaman and i can summon uh this like wolf creature like a hellhound so to speak and and crows and shit so if you do end up playing the game i'd recommend going that class because it makes things a little easier on you I think I was the war. I think I was the war. I'm I'm blanking too. I think I was the warrior. My brother was the uh, was the mage. Yeah, it was a great game though. Awesome graphics. It was. Uh, I saw my brother play Titan Quest, and that's what inspired me to play Grim Dawn with him because that Titan Quest looked really cool too. It's kind of similar. Oh, nice. I'm gonna have to look into that. But I guess that wraps up things we've been playing. Uh, would you guys want to play a quick game of What's That Sound? I have prepared for you. Sure. Sure. All right. Cool. What's that sound?
All right, guys, so we're going to play What's That Sound. Uh, I got three sounds for you. Uh, there's a part A and a part B for sound one, but let's go ahead and play one A now. <laughs> Alright, any guesses? That sounds so familiar. Oh, and, oh, that's good. Uh, how about you, Justin? Any thoughts or... Well, any... at first I was like, it was a, it's a motorcycle, and I was like, it's a walrus, and then I'm like, oh shit, like, these are not the same. Oh, that's, so now... that's so funny you said walrus, too, because when I first got this clip, I was thinking to myself, like, oh, I should just do a version of the I Was a Walrus intro with just that replacing it, because holy shit, that is, it does sound like a walrus, but I'll go ahead and say it is not. Damn it. Uh, all right, I'm gonna. Okay, let me regroup here. How about you, Corey? Are you certain you know it, or are you just? I, you know, I'm listening from second twelve on. That like probably five seconds there. I know I've heard that. Like that sounds super familiar. That just. Mm. Yes, and okay, so you're still thinking. All right, anybody have an initial guess? Because I do have a, a part B to this clip that maybe it's not going to help at all. It's basically the same sound, but a little different. <laughs> but <laughs> knowing me, it's not helpful at all. But um, any guesses before we play the helper sound? Uh, I'll just throw one out. Uh, Skyrim? Ooh, good guess, but no. You guys have two more guesses, and I'm thinking... I'll save it. I need one guess from Justin, and then we'll play the helper sound. Oh man, one guess for me. Shit, I even I know it's you. You just said that, Corey Skyrim, and I was like, oh, I even think about things that aren't in the real world. I was like, oh no, I was like, <laughs> in my mind, I was at a zoo. Shoot. <laughs> Shit. That just like completely overwhelmed me. Uh, oh boy, a game. Oh man. All right, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go with a. Uh, just to start, some sort of safari-based animal. No, but that's it. it's it's definitely video game related. <laughs> but <laughs> I am on a video game podcast. No, that no problem. I should have I should have uh, clarified. But regardless, <laughs> let's play the the helpers clip and see if this helps you guys at all. Like I said, hopefully, but probably not. I'm almost convinced it's a walrus now, because what the fuck? All right. Right. I, th- I think I was spot on. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if the the people who made the game, when they were trying to get sound effects, actually just recorded a walrus, and now we're getting confused. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. But <laughs> Any final guesses from you guys? And Corey, it's funny you say you know you've heard that, because you have, and I know you're going to be like, what the fuck, when I reveal the answer. So I'm, I'm counting on you to maybe pull this one out of your ass, but it's totally fine if you don't. You guys have two more sounds to try. Okay. Um, oh my god, like it's on the tip of my tongue. Like I, I know I've heard it. It sounds so familiar. 
Corey, I think this makes more sense for you to guess. I'm, I'm over here stinking up safari <laughs> animals. I know it's not a safari animal. My brain's still like, come on, come on. What if, what if Doug's lying? <laughs> it's like, shut up. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to do what Bryn does and just talk about it, and I'll probably say it and then get it wrong. Yeah, that's good. It, it sounds like it could be something from Silent Hill, but it, I don't think so. It sounds like it could be a horror game. Uh, it's not Resident Evil. Um, it also sounds like it could be one of the Colossi from Shadow of the Colossus. Ooh, that's a, okay. That's a good one. Um, but I don't, I don't remember the moaning like so long. But then again, it had that fantastic music, so it was hard to hear them. And that's 60 seconds. So those two clips, that's 60 seconds not looped. That's like what you would hear if you just stood by it in the game. Apparently, it's like a couple of clips next to each other. I found like a really interesting YouTube clip that was like, oh, all, all the sounds from this thing. Okay. Man. It's not a Star Wars game. Yeah, I was thinking of something like some sort of troll. That's what I was. I was trying to think of what games I played with, what RPG games I've played with trolls in them. I'm gonna try to think of a way to give you a hint without giving it away blatantly. So this is a very vague hint. I don't know if it will help or not, but it's a game that is currently of a trilogy. Hmm. Huh. The trilogy's over. I, I probably can't ask questions. I'm going to, but <laughs> I don't know if that's allowed. Actually, hold on. Let me make sure I'm not giving in. No, <laughs> I, I, I'm fairly positive. Yes, no, it is a trilogy, and I don't know if it's over because I never played any of them. <laughs> oh, but they're all released. It's not like oh yes, coming out next year. Oh no, no, all of these games are currently available. I don't um, know why I asked that question. I still have no better answer. I don't. That didn't help me at all. And they're popular, or they were. The the third one was. See, now I'm wondering if it's Mass Effect. But I, I was just gonna say I was I was going with Mass Effect, but I. Don't the only one I could think of was the darn uh, guys with the big heads, but I can't remember what. I can't remember the Krogan. I can't remember what part that might be. Oh, I you know I it could be the Witcher. I never played the Witcher though. I never played the Witcher either. And the Witcher three is definitely the biggest one. Yep. I don't think it's Devil May Cry, but there's a fourth one. I don't know. All right, guys, I'm about to reveal it. Any <laughs> final guess? Final guess. I'm gonna go with Mass Effect. Okay. I'll go with Witcher. Okay, guys. Nope. It is actually this sound effect is from Bioshock. It is the big oh daddies. Oh god. Oh man. <laughs> that's why and that's the thing. I've I've yet to play. I have all three Bioshock games and I and that's I really want to play the third one cuz that's one everyone freaks out about. But uh have, and I, I'm almost positive I've heard you mention it on your show, Corey. Have you played that game? I live that game. Oh, I'm sorry. It was like one of my top three, like all time favorite games ever. Oh, well, oh, that's the purpose of what's it sound to oh, ruin man. your soul. <laughs> no, no, I, no. I totally hear it now. But... <laughs> yeah, Brent, Brent is not alone. All right. <laughs> but let's uh, move on to sound number two. Uh, hopefully, we have a little better luck. Now that one is just straight up gameplay. Sounds like an arcade shooter. Yeah, this genre I'm really weak in. Oh man. Is it um Is it can you answer if it's from an arcade or is it an actual console? Uh I'll give you that before you get start making guesses. It is from a console. Definitely okay. not arcade. But I, I think I know why you thought that, because of the the one guy's like voice. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like 
like a rail shooter. Any initial thoughts other than guns? Let's see, dude says squad move out. Yeah, I can't. I don't, one that's thrown me off is I can't remember a game that I've played in the past year that had that type of music to it. I got my first guess. Okay, and f- that was interesting how you put that, Justin, because it isn't a recent game. But oh, anyway, what's your guess? Corey? Oh, good to know. Could it be Mirror's Edge? Yes, it's the original Mirror's Edge. Good job. Holy shit, really? Yes, that it was is. My f- I honestly would never have guessed that, but that one came to my head just because of the fast. I remember playing the demo, and it was really fast paced. And the the squad move out. What was that? Oh, that was the enemies. Yes, they actually would shoot at you in the original one. See, the the new version doesn't have gunplay apparently, or I guess they no. I guess you don't shoot them in this new one, but they have guns still. I don't know. Wow, well played, Doug. Yeah, well played, Corey too. (laughs) You actually got that. I'm really proud. The heavy footsteps gave it to me. Oh, and that's what I was really... Oh, that's the thing. I was trying to have a clip that had those sounds that it was like, oh, this person's obviously running and doing parkour, but it was also masked by the gunshots and all like the action and music, so I was yeah. curious if you'd like pick up on that, but you totally did. Good job, guys. <laughs> Solid. All right, that puts us on to sound number three. Now, this one is challenging, but there is a hint within the sound, so I'm hoping that helps you guys, but good luck. <laughs> Oh, so happy. That like brought back memories of like Banjo Kazooie and shit. Oh my gosh. It's that happy upbeat video game music. Hell yeah. Did you catch up did you catch on the hints within the, the sound clip? Yeah, definitely Dreamcast because it's the VMU. Yes, correct. I think I might know it, and if I don't, then I'm probably fucked. <laughs> That's how it works in this game. But uh, uh I'll wait. Okay. How about you give us a, a guess, Justin? Any initial thoughts besides Banjo-Kazooie? I'll, I'll give you a hint. It's no, not I, that. And I know it's not Banjo-Kazooie. I know it wasn't that music. Um, the only other games I remember playing for Dreamcast were, were Rayman. I'm going to go with Rayman. Okay, nope, but decent guess. Uh, Corey, now this I have a feeling you're going to get it, but I'm, I'm not sure, because if you don't, then you have one more guess. But what are you thinking? <laughs> I think it's the Sonic Chow. The, the Sonic Battle or Sonic Adventure, whatever it is, the Chow Garden save. I'm going to say sort of. So <laughs> so I'm going to say typically in this game, if somebody guesses the franchise, they automatically win. So if it was like Mario Galaxy and they just guessed like Super Mario Brothers, I'd still give it to them. So you said Sonic. It is a Sonic game. It is, it is. actually Sonic Shuffle. Shuffle. Okay. Yes. Oh, uh, such such a specific game for me that brings back memories. I haven't seen the intro in so long, and getting the sound clip for this game, I looked up the intro on YouTube, and holy shit, like, go watch that, listener. We'll put a link in the sh- show notes or whatever, but it is so, like, ridiculous. Uh, I remember, I don't know, it was a fun-as-fuck game. It's basically Mario Party, but the Sonic cast. It's so fucking cool. That's awesome. You, know, you said Mario Party. That's what I was, uh, I knew it wasn't Mario Party because I played so much of that, and I was like, I didn't recognize any of that. But uh, I, that that's exactly what that type of music also made me think of, was the old like Mario Party 4, and oh man, those games are great. Yeah, seriously, always a good time. But hell, uh, take that, Bren. Corey's our winner. (Laughter) (laughs) 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 
so that was a fun episode, guys. Uh, thanks for joining us, both uh, Justin and Corey. Uh, let's do some plugs quick. Where can our listeners uh, find you, Justin, if you want them to? That's totally up to you. Oh, I mean, it's uh, reach out wherever you want to. I guess, I mean, for me, if you have any questions on, like, you know, how to transition into startup world and that kind of thing, you know, feel free to reach out on LinkedIn, Facebook. You can find me on uh, just my full name, Justin Podinsky. That'll get you any whatever social media you want to use that'll that'll get you to find me on that on any one of those all right fantastic and how about you Corey? you have your own podcast on the network yeah uh one track gamers check us out um a lot of fun run it with my wife amanda and friend john i'm also on twitter at wraith212 fantastic Cool. And then, yeah, listener, if you like our show, please give us a like or follow on Facebook and Twitter. Our handle's ABT Silence. Like I said earlier, I Twitch stream every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv slash ABT Silence. So come hang out and chat and say what's up. But we really uh, can't thank you guys enough for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks. Bye.